How many of you remember that? I was a uh, huge uh, Bangle fan, actually. So, yeah. Time, time, time. See what's become of me. I like that line where it says, while well, I looked around for my possibilities. Look around, leaves are brown, and the sky is a hazy shade of winter. You know, the writer of Ecclesiastes says, for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Time, time, time. Life is all about time. And the fact is we have times of success and times of failure. We have times of celebration. We have times where we complain about everything. We have times of possibilities and times of hopelessness and times where we have great gains and there are times when we lose. Time, time, time. I mean, look around you. Life is challenging. Life has a way of taking away what I would call your swagger in life. Seasons change and, and you look around and some of you today would say, you know what, that's where I am today. You know, the leaves are brown, the sky has got that hazy shade of winter, and I'm just surviving and getting by. In fact, some of you would, you look at your life and you feel like that the best days are behind you, that you're just doing time in your life. And then some of you today are going, oh, I'm good, I'm good. You know, grass is high, you know, fields are ripe. It's the springtime of my life. Well, look around. Because it's just a matter of time and the seasons change and the scenery changes. And so how do you keep your swagger in life? How do you keep from getting stuck how do you keep from doing time? And how do you continue to see those possibilities, which I believe are God-given possibilities, time? I love uh, children's literature, I always have. And one of, one of my favorites, uh, Little Engine That Could. How many of you remember that? I'm curious if they even read it today or not. But uh, if you haven't ever read it, Here's kind of a summary. It's about a little little train engine, and all the other engines didn't want to pull this heavy load up up a mountain. Now they either wouldn't, or maybe they felt that they couldn't do it. I don't really know, but the fact is, the little engine accepted the challenge. And as it climbed, do you remember the line? I think I can. And so it's climbing, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And then the mountain gets steeper and steeper, and it's, I think I can, I think I can. And as a kid, I'm reading that, and I'm going, I think that engine's gonna make it. And that engine makes it to the top of the mountain, do you remember? It's going down the mountain, it goes, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, you know. And, and it's got some swag to it. I, I love this story because it's all about confidence and this little engine has just got this swagger about it. Everyone said he couldn't do it. 
And he looked at the problem and he looked at the mountain and he said, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. And there's life there. A lot of you today are facing some mountains. And it may be a marital mountain. It may be a financial mountain. It may be a mountain that is all about rebellion and a child that's going down a destructive path. It may be a vocational mountain or it may be a mountain where you're battling some destructive habit in your life, but you're facing that mountain and you're saying to yourself, I can't. I can't make my marriage work. I can't get a handle on my finances. I can't deal with this situation. I can't win this battle. I can't kick this habit. And you're saying to yourself, and let's just be honest for a moment. You're saying, I can't. But the truth is, you're really saying, I won't. I won't work on my marriage. I won't rein in my finances. I won't make my kids face the consequences they need to. I won't retool, I won't realign, I won't get in a support group, I just won't do it. And the good news today, we're not gonna be looking at a children's book. But God's word cover to cover is about I can, I can. No matter what your situation, no matter what you're facing today, and I don't care how steep the mountain seems, I'm going to challenge you to look around and to hang on to your hopes. And it's an easy thing to do because by God's power, you can hang on to your hopes today. You really can. And you can have a little bit of swagger and you can have a little bit of confidence as you take that mountain. You know why? Because God says you can make it. And as a Christ follower, you should have more swagger than anybody around you. You know, when you look at, at the world, and I, sometimes I look around and I see Christians and I see Christ followers, and the fact is they've allowed the enemy to just steal their swagger, still kind of hijack that, that confidence. And in fact, Jesus one day, he, he calls it out just the way it is, he says this in John 10, 10, he says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. The evil one comes to steal your confidence, to kill your confidence, to destroy your confidence. And Jesus goes on, he says, I came that they may barely make it. No, I came that they could live defeated. No, I came that they, what? May have life and have it abundantly. As a Christ follower, you should have confidence. And I wanna, I wanna be real clear, this is not self-generated confidence. This isn't self-generated swagger in our life. It's confidence that comes out of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's spirit-led swagger, so to speak. And this is not uh, an arrogant thing that goes, hey, I'm the man. 
but it's in humility where we say I'm God's man or God's woman. In humility, you have confidence that it's gonna be okay. And perhaps it would be better to say Godfidence in your life. And this isn't something you can buy. You know, the world, world thinks you can. In fact, some of you believe that to a certain extent. You know, I can buy this car, or I can buy this house, or if I get the latest wardrobe, or join this club, or purchase this or that, that, that it's gonna give me confidence. And I'll, I'll be honest, uh, for, for a second, it does give you a little bit of confidence. It gets rid of that, uh, kind of gives you uh, fast, quick relief to the pains and the hurts of life. And for a moment, your confidence is built up. But it's fleeting, isn't it? Short-lived. I mean, look around you. That, that kind of confidence does not last, does it? Because confidence is not about what you have. It's not about where you are in your life. Again, talking about God-fidence, it's it's centered in God. It's who you are. It's who you are in Jesus Christ. God's the center of it. It's that kind of God-fidence. You know, confidence in life. We, We search for it, don't we? We desire it. And you know why? because it's part of God's design for your life. You look back, the Garden, garden of Eden, you know, Adam, Adam and Eve, they, they had a lot of confidence early on. They, they had that spirit-led swagger in their life. And then one day, they, they looked around and they looked away from God and they turned their back on God and all of a sudden, that source of confidence in their life, they, they, they just, went the other way. Sin entered the world. And ever since then, we have battled and struggled with this thing called confidence. God created us to live with confidence in our lives. But you look around and we struggle. There's this holy tension, so to speak, where as a follower of Jesus Christ, some people are very arrogant about who they are. And there's kind of this uh, vibe, uh, I'll say, in the Christian world where Christians are arrogant and prideful about their humility. <laughs> it's kind of, really? But that's not what we're talking about here. See, we're talking about realizing that I have nothing without God. You ever think about that? You have nothing without God. When, when I turn to God and fully surrender, complete obedience, God says, I'll give you everything. Because I'm in Christ, because Christ is in me, in my life, the power of Jesus Christ begins living out through me. That leads to the swagger. That leads to this confidence that, that we can have. I get so tired. People, people think that Christ followers should walk around, heads down, slumped shoulders, you know, oh, you know, I love Jesus, you know. Seriously, really? I mean, it's, it, I just want to go, that's so weak. 
I look around at the matriarchs and the patriarchs that are in scripture and I see them saying, I think I can. I think I can. And time after time, they, they, they face challenges and they face mountains with God and they overcome. And at some point they go, I thought I could. I thought I could. I thought I could do that. You know, Joseph, Joseph, coat of many colors, Joseph. He had a dream from God. He believed that God was calling him to be a great leader. His brothers wanted to kill him. They end up tossing him in the pit. Then they sell him into slavery. And as you follow the story, you think it can't get worse. And then it gets worse because he gets thrown in prison for something he didn't even do. And at that point, you're kind of looking going, I think it's curtains for him. Time, time, time. He looks around, the leaves are really brown. But he hangs on to hope. And Joseph, if you read the story, he's got a lot of swagger. In every situation he finds himself, and some of them are pretty bad, he trusts God. He says, God will deliver me. God has a plan in the midst of it. And Joseph stays on track. And he's going, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And then I think I can. Help me, God. Help me. Help me. And then God works. And if you know the story, he ends up being the second most powerful person on the planet. And at some point, I thought I could. thought I could. How about David? David's a little young shepherd boy. You know, he walks into the valley of Ella and, and it's there that he fights Goliath. Everybody else, they're afraid, they're trembling, they're scared to death. David, David looks at this giant. David looks around, he, he sees possibilities. Yeah, he's big, he's really big, he's a monster. but I'll fight, God will deliver me. Do you hear it? I think I can. And with one stone, Goliath, I mean, he stopped dead in his tracks. And you can almost hear David going, I thought I could, I thought I could. How about Samson? You know, he's the bodybuilder in the Old Testament. He had a pride problem, big pride problem. Almost killed him. It looks like it's over for Samson. I mean, he's been captured by his enemies. He's in chains, had his eyes gorged out. The Philistines are, are making sport of him. They're, they're mocking God. And it's in his last moments, he bows his head and he says, God will deliver me. God will use me. I think I can. And God did. I mean, he's a hero of faith. And throughout scripture, time after time after time, I see people of God facing mountains, overcoming difficulties with God's power. Christians, look around you. I mean, Jesus Christ died on the cross to secure your victory in life, to secure victory over sin, to secure victory in eternity, to secure our future. Are, are you living with confidence? Because when I look around, 
I see a lot of people that allow certain situations and certain people to just hijack their confidence. Just steal it. And I will tell you, Satan has one agenda. It's really pretty simple. Steal, kill, destroy. And when you look around in this world and you look to anything but God, you'll lose your confidence. It'll get hijacked on you. The enemy wants to seize control. He wants you and me doing time. He wants us wasting our time. He wants us frustrated with time. He wants us spending our lives in fear and defeated and hopeless. And things change when you refocus and you look to God because all of a sudden you can't have that confidence in your life. I mean, the apostle Paul, he understood this. He understood what was at stake. Paul, Paul looked around at the world and the struggles and everything and he writes this. He says, what then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? It's rhetorical. He goes, nobody's against us. God, God's bigger. I mean, Paul knew about having confidence. Paul knew about the hazy shade of winter in life. I mean, he was severely beaten numerous times. He was thrown in prison numerous times. He faced death on multiple occasions. And yet, through those times, he'd say, see what become of me? See how God used this? I, I looked around, I saw possibilities. And he writes this from prison. He says, I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength. God wants you to face everything with confidence. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength. Some of you need to download that. You need to embed that in your mind. You need to memorize it. You need to hold on to it with everything in you. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength. All things through Christ because he gives me strength. You know, break it down. I can. I can. In fact, turn to your neighbor right now and go, I can. Now say it like you mean it. I can. I can. It's a posture in life. And I can is not talking about myself. It's not talking about you. It is talking about I can in Christ. In Christ I can. And I will tell you, I like to hang with people that are I can people. I avoid people that are I can't people. You know, I can't make my marriage work. You know, I can't control my kids. I can't handle my finances. I can't deal with this habit. I can't, I can't, I can't. And remember, it's really I won't. Because in Christ, in Christ, the reality is I can, I can. You know, what's your, what's your body language say? You know, are you walking with confidence? Because you should walk with confidence. You're a child of God. And as a child of God, you should be able to say, I can, I can. When you face a mountain, when you face a trial, when, when you walk with hope, when you have that kind of confidence in your life, what happens is people are looking around and they see you. This is a witness. And when they see you, they go, wow. They got some confidence. They believe God's able. 
to see them through this. And at some point they go, I see something I want that they have. I can do all things. You notice it doesn't say some things, a few things. Paul says all things. It's God-given potential. You know, what's potential? Well, it's a gift from God. What's potential? Well, God, God has given us this track. God has promised if we stay on his track that he'll deliver us, that he'll work us through it. He's not promised that it's gonna be easy. He's not promised that it won't have some pain. You know, remember Jesus, he was perfect. He faced a cross and ultimately died on it. In fact, I believe part of walking with God is suffering. Not a popular idea. But look around you. Suffering's part of life. We're all gonna have difficulties. Some of you are going through them today. Why? Well, the world's not perfect. We sin. We all sin. We deal with sin, our own and other people's. The world's fallen. We're gonna face these difficulties. We're gonna have challenges. We're gonna have mountains in our life. And we have to rely on God to take us up the mountain and down the mountain. With God, see, I can. Your potential, again, gift from God. Walk with confidence. I can do all things, all things. We can overcome. We can climb higher and higher in our lives. I can do all things through Christ. See, it's our position in life. I remember when my kids were younger and my grandkids, a little more recent, but I remember we'd be in a big crowd and we'd be near a busy street. And what do you do as a parent or a grandparent? You grab their hand, don't you? And you hold on to it. And sometimes I could tell they did not want me holding their hand. And so they'd kind of release their grip. I just hold on. I was stronger than them. Christ followers, you're in God's grip. You're in Christ. You can trust God. Yet many Christ followers will walk around defeated and hopeless and pathetic, and God doesn't care, and God, God's trying to hold on. We are children of God. We should walk with confidence. Time. This is big. This is bad. This is awful. I can do all things through Christ. Again, this is not about my confidence. It's not about your confidence. It's about confidence because God gives it to you. I can do all things through Christ. How's it possible? Because he gives me strength. When you, when you face a mountain, God will strengthen you. You're part of God's family. You ought to, you ought to tap in to, to that strength. You know, it's, the, it's kind of the power grid in life. When you're facing a mountain, when you're facing a situation, when, when you're trying to get through it, God will strengthen you, and then you can say, I think I can. Sure, you're gonna have doubts. I do. And you've heard this before, doubt your doubts, right? 
Feed your faith, not your fears. You know, what's faith? It's confidence in God. It's confidence in God, not in yourself, it's in God. You're gonna have doubts. What are you feeding in your life? Your doubts, your fears, or your faith? Because when you feed your faith, you go, I, th- I think I can. And God, little by little, will take you to the top. You will conquer. You will get through. It may not be easy. You may bear scars the rest of your life from it. You will still lose loved ones. You will still have relational wrecks in your life, but by God's strength and by God's grace, you can take that mountain, and at some point you go, I thought I could. And every single time you take a mountain, do you you know what's happening? You're building some spirit-led swagger in your life because you realize God is more than able You know, it's one of the reasons I read my Bible often. It reminds me how big God is. It reminds me and it encourages me in my situation. You cannot let the evil one steal your confidence. You can't let culture hijack it. You can't do that. Christians, Godfidence in your life. You know, through the years, I've heard a lot of people that go, Damon, you can't. You can't, you can't do that. You can't, Damon. You can't start a church. You can't do church like that. You know, you don't have enough people to do that. You know, what are you thinking? You can't buy land. You can't build a building like that. You can't pay cash for a kid's wing. You can't do that. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And I'll tell you what, friends, in Christ, I believe I can. I can, I think I can. You know, I was thinking about this. I have never been certain about anything. See, here's the tension. 12 years as pastor of Faith Fellowship, I've never been certain. I have always had some uncertainty. I've always had doubts. I've always had questions. Always, 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 always. But in Christ... I think I can. Now, don't raise your hand, all right? Did you hear me? Don't raise your hand. How many of you had some doubts when you first got married? (laughs) Here's the deal, you had some doubts. You may go, oh no, not me, not me. You had some doubts. And you get married and you go, I think I can, I think I can. I think I can. I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. And I want to be very clear. When I say I think I can, again, I'm not talking about me and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about believing in Christ and Christ in us that we're able. So do not come up to me after the service and say, you know, Damon, you said I think I can. Understand the concept here. In Christ, with the power of God, I think I can. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength in life. You know, it's a a maximum strength situation. 
Sometimes I get hung up at Walgreens. I was supposed to get a prescription and I thought it was gonna be ready and so they're like, hey, you got 10 minutes. And so I'll walk around the store checking stuff out, buying things. Maybe that's why they do it, I don't know. <laughs> but I've noticed something. There are a lot of products in the store that are maximum strength. If you got a headache, there, there's maximum strength pills that you can take. You got a backache, there's maximum strength cream you can get. You got oily skin, maximum strength remedies. You got hemorrhoids, uh, wow. <laughs> Whatever, you, you get the idea, right? <laughs> maximum strength. Well, this is a maximum strength verse. It's a verse, it's not for the little aches and pains of life, it's about the serious challenges in life. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength. It's a promise from God. Again, that's why I study God's word, that's why you should, because the Bible's full of hope and guidance and encouragement and it strengthens our faith. Again, what's faith? Confidence in God. Now, Here's the secret of life. People ask me all the time, what's the secret? What's the secret of the Christian life? This is what brings everything together. Obedience. Obedience? Yes, obedience to God. Staying on the track God wants us on. You may not understand everything. It may be kind of hazy in your life. You may not see the details, but you keep traveling down the track that God has for your life. Your track's different than mine, by the way. Knowing that God has an abundant life for you, that's what keeps you on the track. That God has an abundant life for you. Look around, there are gonna be mountains. They're gonna be challenges. Some of you came in here with mountains today that you're trying to deal with. Time, time, see it's the long haul. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. With God, I think I can. And some of you are at the point right now, you're going, I, I think I can. God, it's too hard. This marriage is too difficult. You know, my kids are driving me crazy. This habit's getting the best of me. I'm never gonna get a handle on my finances. It's just too difficult. I wanna quit. I think I can. I think I can. And you keep pushing. And over time, someday you'll be able to go see what became of me. I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. See, it's the knowledge of knowing God. It's a faith in God. It's obedience to God. And you begin to live, and, and you really get a choice here. You can live life saying, I can't. Lots of people do it. I can't. And as you live life, time after time after time, you find you waste your time. Some of you are doing time. Some of you are stuck in time. And you're frustrated and you're angry and you're defeated because that's what happens with I can't. I mean, there's no way to live. I can't. I can't do it. Or 
You can live in Christ who will give you the strength. And when you live that way, you begin to look at things and go, I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And I don't know about you. But I am not going to let the evil one hijack my confidence. I'm not going to let him steal from me. I'm going to walk with God-given swagger in my life. I'm going to be and I'm going to do what God wants me to do. And when I do it, I'm going to go, I can. I can. I can. I can because he can. See the connection? Hmm. Time, time, time. See what's become of me. Look around and see the possibilities. For some of you, leaves are brown. And the sky is that hazy shade of winter. And my challenge to you, hang on to hope. And it's an easy thing to do if you have confidence in God. Isn't, isn't it time? Isn't it time that you trust God with your problems? Isn't it time you trust God with that mountain in your life? Here's what I want to do. Some of you today just need to say, I can. I think I can. With God, I think I can get through whatever it is. And I would invite you, whatever that thing is that you've been saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, to today say, I can. And I believe God will see me through it. And to just stand where you're at, and I'm going to pray for you. I can. I need God. I can. I can face that. I can deal with that. I can keep going forward. No more I can't. Get rid of the word can't in your vocabulary. Someone tells you you can't, don't listen to them. Some of you, you need to run away from them because your confidence is shattered and everybody around you goes, you can't, you can't, you can't. God's never going to save that marriage. God's never going to get you through that. You're always going to have the same old life. And today I say, I can. And today you say, I can. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, you see those that are saying, I can today. I mean, we're weak. But you're strong. Today, God, I pray that you would just strengthen every person standing. Whatever the situation, whatever the obstacle, whatever the problem, whatever the mountain, God, that your Holy Spirit would just be in their ears saying, you can, you can, keep going, you can. You're gonna make it. And I know there's some that are just ready to quit, give up. And I pray your Spirit would just Give them extra strength to keep pushing forward, trust in you. God, I also know there's some that uh, are just going the wrong direction on the track. God, I pray your spirit would turn them around. They'd just fully surrender to you and trust you. God, we just thank you that you really do see what's going on. 
and you really do care. Today's a new day and we're gonna climb that mountain. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise this day and every day. God's people said, amen.